Hello, welcome to another episode of Papa Bear Hikes. Checking in from the Appalachian Trail from the Papa Bear Hikes Tramley is our friend Jake Aarons. Jake, welcome back, and how how's everything going out there on the trail? So it's going, um, you know, has its ups and downs, quite literally and also figuratively. But uh, feeling pretty good right now. You're sporting quite the beard there. Yeah, uh, I've considered cutting it off several times. It grows mostly on my neck, but um, figured we'll just see how far I can get it to go. Yeah, well, now it's and then when it's, I get it to Maine. it's July, right? So it's got to be bothering you a little bit, right? It'll be kind of cool when you get to Maine, keep you a little warm, but <laughs> this time of I'm the thinking year. I might cut it off and put it. In, I might shave it off and put it in a bag. Is <laughs> a keepsake, right? <laughs> Make some sort of uh, little, uh, you know, display in your house so someday you can show everybody. Yes, these are some. Of, this is my memorabilia from when I hiked the Appalachian Trail, and yeah, and that's my beard over there. All that that pile of hair, Jake. How are you feeling? How how have you been? How are you doing physically, mentally? Um, today I am feeling a little destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> Did a pretty big day yesterday. Uh, last time I was on, I was talking about why would you ever do more than 15? You know, staying with some guys who really moseyed up the trail. And then I got out there and I was like, wait, I understand why people do 20s and 25. So I did 25 yesterday up over, uh, ended up on top of Killington in Vermont. And that was a, a beast of a climb and a beast of a day. So I'm taking a little Nero today in Rutland. Where are you in Rutland? I love tired. Vermont. I hiked the long trail. Where Where are you at in Rutland? Uh, I'm at the Yellow Deli right now. Oh, oh, I love that place. I stayed there a couple of times on my hike. And I just, had, uh, I just had some really awesome soup. It was super good, and the sandwiches were stellar. Everybody's super nice. Um, it's a really awesome place. I just got the craziest offer ever. This guy I'm hiking around uh, said, hey, wouldn't it be cool if we – took a detour and did the long trail before we went to Maine. And I was like, well, if you can find us a ride to the top of the long trail and we can hike back South, uh, maybe I'll consider it thinking like there's no possible way in the next day we could arrange a ride. And he shows me a message and he's like, we could leave tomorrow. So this may be a long trail AT through hike also, but I'm kind of scared <laughs> because I've heard the Northern part of the long trail is a beast. It is. I met a couple of hikers who were AT through hikers when I was in the northern section. And they told me that they believe the northern section of the long trail could be just as tough as the whites. It's and you know, every day yeah. you're you're going up a lot. You know, there aren't there's no such thing as a switchback or an easy way up any of those peaks up in the northern part of Vermont. So uh, so I have some decisions to make. I'm thinking I might just focus on uh getting this done for now but there is a chance to get sidetracked well that is your trail name <laughs> you might as well yeah, live up to your legend <laughs> yeah that's right we are into the warmer months now so how's the weather been treating you yeah no, yeah we're into july and the dog days of summer i've been very very lucky um i haven't weirdly enough like i haven't been rained on i was listening to your little check-in you did with stan i'm kind of behind on our little episodes but i was listening to the check-in you did with stan the other couple weeks back uh just the other day 
and he was talking about how much he got rained on. I really haven't hardly been rained on at all. Um, so there was a couple of days in Massachusetts and Connecticut that were a little touch and go because there was no water. Um, but the weather's been pretty nice right now in Vermont. It's like perfect hiking weather. We just had like a little bit of a kind of a cooler front come through. So it's been like mid seventies, um, you know, down into the upper forties at night. It's been really, really nice. Um, so I've been fortunate with that. We'll see how the whites go, but as far as weather, for some reason, I seem to have dry air over me all the time. So if you want to, you know, have good weather hike around me, I guess, yeah. You know what? People can say what they want to say about, oh, you got to hike through the rain. I, I, I look, I'm not ashamed to admit it. I'm happier when the sun's out and I have like days or a week or a week plus where there's no rain, where it's just sunshine and mild temperatures. Yeah. I, I hike faster in the rain um, because I don't want to take breaks. I don't sit and smell the roses or whatever. Um, but the other day, I hadn't really had any mishaps with the rain. I have a an umbrella that I love because it is warm enough out that the rain suit is a sweatsuit. Um, but the other day when you leave Massachusetts or Connecticut into Massachusetts, no, when you leave Massachusetts into Vermont, there's like a last little climb. There's like one last little rock scramble and it rained on me right at that point. And uh, everything in Massachusetts is covered in moss. And I slipped and put my trekking pole down a hole and snapped it half. Oof. So I'm picking up a new, uh, new section from Lecky. They sent me a new section like right away. Um, other than that, I haven't really had any weather problems. I haven't had anything super dangerous or anything. Just, uh, a little nervous about the whites and rain with how slick some of those rocks can be. Yeah. I had a similar experience. I know exactly the area you're talking about coming down from Greylock, right? You're heading down. And then what is it? North Adams, Massachusetts there. And then you go up. I was right after that, right after North Adams. Right. You have that. All right. You go straight up right before you get to the trailhead for, for the long trail. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That could be super slick. Yeah. Yeah. It's easy. I could say easily you could slip your pole in there and bang. All right. At this point, do you have a favorite state yet? It's like whatever one I'm in at the moment tends to uh-huh. be. Um, okay. I had a really rough time in New York. Uh, I ended up with heat exhaustion uh, partway through. I know you had reached out and, and you know gave your best wishes right. and told me facts and everything. Um, that was just rough. I was pushing pretty hard. Um, when you get into people don't talk about New York. The Mid Atlantic is so flat that you kind of get used to your body sort of deconditions to the incline and you get used to pushing these really big days. And then you get into New York and you actually have to do a little elevation and it's kind of sneaky um, how tired you get. So I think New York was probably like my grumpiest and least favorite. Um, but I really find that I'm enjoying almost everything. I really Virginia is so much of the trail. I had a really good time in Virginia. I'd say I'd probably had my best time in Virginia and Southern Pennsylvania. But as far as like favorite state, I mean, everything just seems to get prettier the further North you go. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm I'm really enjoying Vermont. I mean, we went up on top of Killington last night. I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm in the mountains again. You know, I've been in the mountains, but you look around and you're like, well, I'm really in the mountains again. Um, so I've, I've really been enjoying Vermont a lot. 
Um, I can't, I guess I can't really, and it's not a good answer to the question. Um, no, it, it's I, a fair I answer. Seem to, seem to be enjoying it more and more as I go along. Mm-hmm. I get excited when I hear somebody's in Vermont because I love, like I, I, I'm a, I'm an end to ender, long trail end to ender. And I've been up there a few times and I'm sure I'll be back to Vermont to do more hiking. Now you talked about New York and people get a little surprised by New York, right? They think you cross the bridge into New Jersey and all the rocks are going to be gone. No way, man. It's still the same thing, right? No, 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 no. You're still getting your feet pounded by rocks every day and a lot of these ups and downs and you don't really catch a break, I think, until maybe you get on the other side of Bear Mountain. It seems to, right. I'm not going to say level off, but you don't have that that foot pounding of rocks every day for miles upon miles. Right. But then you start getting into a little bit more elevation and it's like, I think it's mentally maybe a little easier, but then you start realizing your body's tired. And you're like, well, why, why am I so much more? I've talked to so many people and I've been like, I'm tired mm-hmm. and I'm hungry. What, like, this is so weird. And everybody around me has been in agreement. And I've just figured, well, oh, it's because we're actually doing elevation again. And you're so mentally used to climbs. You don't even really think about it. You know, by the end of your day, you're not like, well, that was really hard. I did a lot of elevation. You're just kind of you know, waking up the next morning, sleepy, going, why am I so tired? Mm. Do you feel like you've kind of hit a stride here? You talked about doing 20, 20 plus mile days. Do you feel like you got what they call the hiker legs on at this point? Oh, for sure. Uh, the one thing that is going on is like my knees hurt all the time. Um, and I just think like I had IT band syndrome when I made my last attempt last year. And that's just what it is. It just like my knees get sore and things get tight. And it's one of those things I think I just am going to have to deal with until I get home and figure out like, okay, what's weak that needs strengthening. But as far as like, how far can I go? I think I'm, I think I'm about tapped out as far as that. I think I'm about maximized to, to what I can do, but also like the hard stuff is easy now. And even the hard, like I was telling somebody the other day, even the stuff that's really hard, I don't feel like I'm suffering really, you know, mm-hmm. I just, you just do it and maybe it takes you a little bit longer, but I don't really feel like there is, it's very rare that I have to take a 20 minute break in the middle of a climb. Like I did, you know, sometimes in Virginia where I'm like, oh, I have mm-hmm. to sit down, you know, and take a, take a nap in the middle of this hill kind of thing. Um, I. Yeah, I've, I've definitely got the legs, but I know getting up into New Hampshire, everybody I've ever talked to has said, hey, slow down. So it's kind of, it's almost been like I've been pushing to kind of like eke out the miles while I can. Um, the New Hampshire, we're going to just slow down and enjoy. And maybe the northern end of the long trail if I make a stupid impulsive decision. <laughs> I want to know if you do. <laughs> I want to follow. That. I'll let you know. That would be crazy. We'll see. Uh, we'll see. I'm, I'm, I'm having, it's only budgetary constraint is the only reason that I'm like on the fence, but I don't might. want to, <laughs> I don't want to be a bad influence here, Jake, or, or get myself in trouble for encouraging you to do something that <laughs> can hurt you. But, uh, when you get on the other side, 
of the long trail when it splits from the AT. It's it's there's far fewer mm-hmm. people out there. Uh, and it becomes yeah. a different experience. Uh, Mount Mansfield, Camel's Hump, Jay's Peak. Yeah. It's just incredible. Yeah. Incredible. We would be going solo back to the AT, so we'd be getting right into the thick of it. The truth is, I think you, I, I think you guys would be okay at this point into your hike. Yeah, you know, I like that. If anything, I like I, that. I, uh, I'm not trying to encourage you. I'm glad I'm not going to be putting this on YouTube. I'm winking here, but uh, it's yeah, <laughs> it's a beautiful trail. <laughs> cool. So, any interesting stories at this point? Any uh, any snafus or besides breaking your trekking pole? Any any stories? I've had a couple really cool. Um, yeah, I mean, I had a really trail days was just a fever dream. That that whole experience was crazy. Just like seeing all the hikers and like nobody slept for days. Um, that was weird. We right after trail days, so this was kind of like one of those moments where I like got to experience something I, I was trying to avoid for my whole life. Uh, after trail days, we were so tired. We left Daleville at like seven thirty at night. We'd resupplied and we hiked a mile, and we were just exhausted. And my buddy, uh, Good Zen, goes, "Hey, there's an overpass right here. We could just sleep under here." And me and my other friend Sonar were just like, "Really?" And he's like, "Yeah, I did it all the time when I used to hitchhike. Like, it'll be nice. It's supposed to rain tonight, so we slept under uh, slept under an overpass first time in my life, and then." Um, the next day we did like seven miles and then we overnight hiked like 23 miles. And then we took a zero to like our normal sleep schedule, but that was like a wild couple of days. And then, um, one of the craziest, wildest experiences, um, I was coming up on some trail magic in Pennsylvania. Um, I forget what town I was in, but we, uh, I met this guy. There's a group that does trail magic called Billville. They're also a trail base. Um, and they do like a big hiker feed, uh, a couple times a year and they had a booth set up and there was this local guy hanging out with them. And he was like, do you want to go see my friend's band? They're playing at this whiskey distillery. I get off with this guy and it's just shenanigans. He takes me to a Walmart, buys me like town clothes. Cause I stink. He's like, dude, you stink so bad. He's not really, a, he's not really like a hiker. Like I think he did a couple of days on a trail with some Walmart gear and realized like this he wasn't stuff. ready, <laughs> but we go to, but we go to Walmart. He, he buys me clothes. He buys my resupply. I did a really light resupply. So I kind of felt bad. I was like, I don't know. Like, I don't want to really splash out on all this food you know this guy is not expecting to foot a big bill and then we go to pick up a different car because his car i guess was having some issues so we like go to his grandpa's house i take a shower i meet grandpa i gotta pretend like i've known him forever so that grandpa is not like why is this random person in my house we go to this whiskey distillery and we're there we're there until like almost midnight and he's just throwing back shots and like, we're having a good time. He's, he got, he got a date with a waitress, which was wild. I was just watching this guy, like poor girl. I mean, she, you know, she, she seemed totally with it, but it was just hilarious. And then we're get, we get back in the car and this dude's, this dude is hammered. 
and I don't drink. So I'm like, I can drive. And he's like, no, nah, I can't let you drive my grandpa's car. I'm like, dude, are you sure? You've had a lot of shots on quite a few beers. He's like, no, it's cool. And then we're driving back to his grandpa's place. And he's like, oh, shoot, the liquor store's closed. Oops, like, I just got to make a stop real quick. We pull up at a bar. I'm like, by this time, it's midnight. I'm like, dude, I'm tired. Like, I want to go to bed. It is three or four hours past my bedtime. I finally get this guy like badgering him. I'm like, come on, dude, like, let's go. I finally get back to the trailhead where the trail magic was my tent set up there. I get into my tent and then a bear starts poking around my campsite. I'm like, Oh my gosh, I'm not getting any sleep tonight. Finally about two o'clock I passed out and I wake up the next morning and the dude and his car are gone. Like he was going to stay up there and he's gone. And I'm like, I no one's ever going to see him again. I have no idea what happened to him, but it was, it was hilarious and terrifying and just wild at the same time. Anybody I talk to who has through hiked any trail, uh, sometimes it's the experiences off the trail that, uh, are just as much, if not sometimes a bigger part of the experience than actually hiking the trail. We'll be back after a quick break. You ever think about what might be in the water you're drinking every time you fill up your water bottles while you're in the outdoors? I try not to, and I really don't because I use Sawyer water filters. Sawyer filter technology, because of their high standards, every filter is individually tested three times through the process. I've been using their permethrin product for years now to protect me from, well, quite frankly, ticks and the picaridin to keep the flies at bay. Don't let bad water, insects, or a tick bite cut your trip short or even ruin it. Use Sawyer products. Go to your local outdoor retailer and ask for Sawyer products, whether it's a water filter, insect repellent, they're likely to have it. You can also go to Sawyer's website and read more about these incredible, high-quality products that they offer those of us who enjoy the outdoors. Well, I'm trying to work on saying yes to like random opportunities. So when Batona was like, Hey, do you want to do the long trail? I'm like, "Uh, uh, yeah, (laughs) I want to say yes to this, but like, it makes me nervous, you know? And it's kind of like one of those just trying to sort of say yes to those opportunities. We'll see if I I'm agonizing over this decision, but (laughs) yeah, I I feel it. I can feel the agonizing. Um, <laughs> I'll keep my mouth shut. <laughs> if I do it, we'll do a long trail episode. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, any interesting animal encounters? People always want to know that. I don't, you know, one of the most common question I'm asked by people is, do you see any bears out there? Or what would you do if you saw a bear? So, People are wondering this. So for our people that don't backpack or familiar with through hiking, do you have any interesting animal encounters to share with us? It was weird. I didn't see any bear until like, even when I had that bear sniffing around my campsite in Virginia, like I didn't see it. So I didn't see a single bear until like New York. I don't think I got all the way through. I was sure I was going to see a bear in New Jersey. I was almost positive because there's so many bear and you're so close to the suburbs in New Jersey. I was so positive I was going to see one. I didn't see one. I see one in New York and like, I would have thought I would have tried to get a picture, like try to be quiet, you know, it was far enough away that it wasn't like a problem, but I immediately like started clicking my poles together, made a lot of noise and it ran off, which is normal bear behavior. Usually they just run away. Um, 
And then within the space of like four days, I saw two more bears. Um, the weirdest kind of like, we had like a couple moments of like being a little nervous because there was a juvenile, like it was a, it was small. It wasn't like a full on cub, I guess, but we were walking down the trail and it sort of like started walking parallel to us and we could see it. We were pretty close to it, maybe like 50 yards. And it's walking and I'm like, okay, I hope mom's not still around. Um, cause I wasn't worried about it. There's two of us. And, you know, if we really wanted to spook it, it, it would have left, but I was kind of nervous about mom. Um, a couple rattlesnakes. I almost walked over a rattlesnake. That would have been bad. Um, there was a spot in, I want to say it was still in Virginia. There's like a, a re no, it's in Pennsylvania and there's like a beaver dam that you, you can either do like a, a, an extra 1.5 miles and do a, a dry reroute, or you can walk across this beaver dam. So I walked across the beaver dam and was like mentally celebrating the fact that I didn't have wet socks. And I looked down at the trail and I'm like, oh, someone lost their hat. You know, I've got hiker brain. And I'm like stumbling around and then I hear this rattle and I look down, I'm like, oh, that's not a hat. That is a curled up massive rattlesnake right in the middle of the trail um and so i just kind of like it was on the side so i just kind of skirted around it and it was fine but i haven't really seen anything uh really terrifying or anything super out of the ordinary um i do love the my favorite animal on trail is called a black-eyed junco and they're these little like sparrow sized birds and they're like gray with a little white on their underside and like black, really dark black around their eyes. And um, I remember like the reason that I liked them so much is last year, the day I got off trail, it was like gale force winds and like freezing rain on the ridge line up to Clingman's Dome. And all of the animals are bedded down except these little black eyed juncos that are up there like playing on the ridge line as I'm having like arguably one of my worst mental days like of my hiking career ever. And I just sort of I'm like, I like these guys. They got a good attitude. And um you see a lot of them down in Georgia and North Carolina. And then I hadn't seen any for weeks. I started seeing them again up in Vermont and I got super excited and they're like not a very notable bird, but they're like super brave. They'll come right up to the shelters and like eat little crumbs out of the ground and stuff. They're, they're really like just cute little, cute little fluff balls. So now you've, you're up into Vermont uh, and it sounds like you're, you're pretty much somewhere in the bubble. Are the numbers starting to get a little smaller now? Yeah, I'm just ahead of the bubble. It seems like it seems like it's maybe a week or two behind me. There's a there was a weird February bubble, um, and then I was kind of in the bubble, but it seems like I've sort of come out of it. There's still people around me. I know, like Justin is, uh, like a few days ahead of me, I think right now. Um, but the bubble seems to be like thinned out. There's a lot less people. Um, now you're seeing sort of the long trail bubble is not that many people, but you're starting to see a lot of long trail folks and the first hint of some pretty fast Sobos. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a lot more solitary. How's it been at the shelter? Been plenty of shelters. Has it been easy to get a place to set up in the shelters or you've been pretty much using a tent? Yeah. I think a lot of that's due to uh, just the time of year, like with bugs. 
So a lot of people are a little bit more reticent to be in a shelter because they don't want to get eaten alive. Um, I tend to hike pretty long days. I, I don't hike fast. I just hike long. So if I'll pull up to a shelter at like 730 um, and all the 10 spots are mostly taken, um, then I'll, I'll, I've never had a problem getting in a shelter. Um, but I also haven't been at like a crowded area in the, I haven't been in the rain since we got on the long trail. Um, so I think maybe that would be different. Like if there were some rainy nights with, you know, the, the, some of the fresh, I guess, unseasoned, more unseasoned long trail hikers would probably be packing in the shelters in the rain. But lately, I mean, I haven't had, I don't think I've had an issue of a full shelter that I, where I wanted a spot in probably a month, which is how I figure I'm probably a little bit ahead of the bubble. It hasn't been an issue. And when I did the Southern part of the long trail, the only shelter I'd say that was crowded, was the Stratton pond shelter. And it was just like this convergence of, I just, I, I was like a time when there was no bows starting to come in and so mm-hmm. bows, it was kind of like the, I think the end of the bubble with uh, no, were no bows, so bows that were kind of converging there. Then yeah. you had a lot of LT yeah. hikers and you're familiar enough with this. That's a lot of people like to stop there because Manchester center is a quick hike into town. Good place to get yeah. off the trail, spend a night, take a Nero or even a zero. Yeah. Yeah, I, I met met up with my dad there. He he took his he bought a new motorcycle and he did a little motorcycle camping trip out from Michigan, uh, and came and met me in Manchester Center. And that was interesting. I got into that town. There was a horse show in town. I got into that town. I'm like, I don't belong here. I don't. <laughs> this isn't this isn't a, this isn't my place. It's it's so nice, and I'm just not used to nice things right now. <laughs> it's a beautiful town. Yeah. 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 Yeah, actually, that horse show is an annual event, and in the Long Trail Guide, it actually has a warning in there. The annual horse show is in this week in July, whatever it is, and accommodations could be difficult well, to. I didn't have the Long Trail Guide, so <laughs> yeah, the AT <laughs> my guide poor, give my you a poor heads dad up. went out of pocket pretty good for a hotel. All right, Jake, thanks so much for coming on and giving us an update. And yes, um, sir. If you decide to take the plunge and head up to North Troy and do the long trail, please. I want to have you on and talk to you about it. Um, <laughs> and uh, if you're regretting it, I will be on the Tahoe rim trail, probably about the ta- some point when you're up there. So you can always, you know, give me some bad <laughs> karma back. If it's not an enjoyable, <laughs> <laughs> I'll send some rain your way. If I'm at it. That's, yeah. that's right. <laughs> All right. All right, Jake. Thanks again, everybody. Get outside, have some fun, and be safe. Thanks for listening. If you haven't done so yet, go to our website, PalmaBearHikes.com. Listen to past episodes. Check us out on social media. Go to our YouTube channel, Martin Outside. All those links are there. In addition to that, you can buy our book or see what you're missing out on if you're not a Patreon member yet. Remember to get outside, have fun, and be safe. This episode of Pop Bear Hikes has been brought to you by Avalon Publicity. Avalon Publicity, increasing the digital footprint of content creators and skilled professionals via website development and social media services. For more information about Avalon Publicity, go to their website, avalonbusiness.org. That's avalonbusiness.org.